Welcome to Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan, a podcast about the art and hobby of miniature painting. I'm Mike, and thank you for joining us on our continued journey to become better, braver, happier painters. Today we have mini episode number five. It's been a while since we've done a review. Life in such a run amok during this time of COVID-19, but I think we're back in the saddle and ready to do reviews again. Today we'll be reviewing a miniature I purchased through a Kickstarter. Let's just reestablish some of our ground rules for reviews. First, this is an unsolicited review. I purchased this model with my own money, it's in my possession, and I have every intent of painting it. Now granted, I don't know whether it'll be painted this year, next year. You know, it'll be painted at some point, but anyways. Second, objectivity is key. I'll try to be as unbiased as possible, and by this I mean I have preferences for certain types of models. For example, I don't particularly like painting weird alien stuff, but that's okay. I could still recognize a sweet alien model and can respect the sculpt and appreciate those who do like those models and recognize an awesome miniature when I see it. Third, this is just my opinion. I know that this is a hard time for many and that the hobby dollars can be limited. Take what I say with a grain of salt and use your money to maximize your happiness. It's your hobby, your chance to become a better, braver, and happier painter. So you got to make decisions on your own. My goal, just to give you as much information as possible. Here's a not safe for work warning. The model is nude and her breasts are fully visible. It is probably not a good idea to view these pictures on our feeds or look at the model at work and the company that might be offended. As you may have guessed, nude models here don't bother us at listening to Paint Dry. We believe in art in all different shapes and forms, but we just want to make sure again that our listeners have all the information possible and that you know before you click on pictures at work. Now that that's all behind us, let's get to the review. Today I'll be reviewing the Succubus by Level Up Hobbies. Tago Collectibles, based on artwork by Bayard Wu. This was a Kickstarter that finished back in April 2020. It delivered a couple of weeks ago, so it was actually a pretty quick turnaround for a Kickstarter, so that's a huge plus in my mind. Well done, level up slash Tago Collectibles. There were three different sizes to choose from. The Gamer, which is a 58mm model or 150th scale. The Painter, which is a 105mm model, 124th scale and the Collector, which is a 315mm model, 1.8 scale. I purchased a gamer size scale due to budgetary constraints at the time. Stretch goals included an A4 size piece of artwork for the model that the model I believe is based off of, a pin, some stickers, and access to PDF painting tutorials for each size. There were some other like added bonuses, like you could get discounts to their website, Tago Collectibles is formerly Kabuki Studios, and so a lot of the Kabuki models were on sale, etc. You were able to purchase those for a discount on their website. That was part of the bundles. Those are also part of the stretch goals. The artwork itself is beautiful, and the stickers and pin are nice touches. You can see pictures on our Instagram and Facebook feeds at Listening to Paint Dry, and also on our Twitter handle at Dry Painting. Please note, there will be pictures supporting the review in all of its entirety at those places. For purposes of the Kickstarter, I added on the appropriate size plinth, a metal nameplate, Green Stuff World brushes, and Green Stuff World's Succubus Core paint set. So there was some collaboration between the two companies and Green Stuff World. I'll be reviewing the paints and brushes separately. After doing my normal paint exercises, I decided that I should probably get another set of the paints to make a more accurate judgment. I'm going to order those soon, and once they arrive, I'll, I'll test them and produce a review. Just for a little fun, though, Let's define what a succubus is. The Urban Dictionary tells us a succubus is a demon from hell that occupies a female body. Succubi prey on emotionally weak men and steal their souls through sexual activity. The only thing that comes to mind is what Joker said in the Batman movie, 
If you have to go, go with a smile. Anyways, I digress. Back to the review. Let's start with the plinth. It's solid black and it's a perfect size for the model. Um, they also advertise it that it's made of eco wood. I'm not sure what that means, but you know, it makes my conscience feel a little bit better. Unfortunately, there's a little chip on the bottom back edge, which is a bummer, but you know, I'll be, I should be able to fix that with some black paint and some varnish. Fortunately, it's on the back bottom of the model. So when I put it on display after it's finished, it shouldn't be noticed by people. The name tag is made of metal and looks to be in good shape. The mold line, there is a mold line that runs around the edge of it, but some light sanding or filing should be able to resolve that pretty quickly. I'll probably have to uh, try to shine it up a little bit. Um, maybe use some ultra-fine grade steel wool, get it uh, looking all nice and shiny. But, uh, you know, the plinth and the name tag are a nice touch. I'm not sure if they are Kickstarter exclusives. Uh, that didn't say so on the Kickstarter, uh, but you never know. If you do have the option to purchase them and decide to, I don't think you'd be wasting your money. It's always a nice to not have to think about what you're going to display a model on and if you have to name it or anything like that. So having those two things readily available, totally a bonus. Now, let's get to the nitty gritty of the model. Part one is the details. I ordered the gamer scale, which is the smallest size. It's made of urethane resin and comes in 26 pieces. Yes, 26 pieces for a 54 millimeter model. It is crazy. Now the way it's broken down, there are lots of big pieces, but mostly it's made up of little tiny pieces to finish things off, like their imps and stuff on it, but we'll talk about that in a moment. The model itself is based on the artwork of Bayard Wu, which depicts a succubus laying on her stomach on an outcropping. Her right hand is holding her chin up, and her left hand is holding the tip of a beard of an unfortunate dwarf victim. This version of the succubus has horns, and small wings. Some versions in lore have both or just horns, just wings, or none of the above. She does have a very large pointed ears and is sporting some pretty large hoop earrings as well. It's an interesting pose. Her left leg is pointed down at a near 45 degree angle and her right leg is straight out at a 90 degree angle. She has hooves instead of human feet and long pointy tail that weaves around her legs to complete the demon look. All, of the all over the model are these little goblin evil imp creatures. One which is on the face of the victim, one is next to her left arm, and another is next to the victim and is holding some form of pole arm, spear, trident type thing. It's got pokey bits on its end. The victim appears to be a dwarf explorer of some sort who is tied up to the base of the rock outcropping. Even though he's wearing goggles, you can tell that he is out of it and due to kind of his slumped head position. So maybe he's under her spell or anything. Now I will say... The expression on the succubus itself, holding the point of the beard, she could either, you could either paint that as she is toying with the, the victim or she is bored of the victim. So part two now is the impressions. First, I'm impressed at how close to the, the model resembles to the original artwork by Bayard Wu. There may be some very uh, some small deviations here and there, but all in all, it's a one of the closest translations from artwork in the 2D world to a 3D model. Second, it really is a diorama. With all that's happening in it, all that's over, calling it a model is really not doing it justice. It has a narrative feel, which as previous listeners may recall, is something that I always find very, very attractive. It kind of gives off an atmosphere, even without the world being painted. You look at it and you can't help but feel kind of the gloom of what's going to happen to this poor victim and kind of the power of the succubus herself. Third, the detail for this size is super crisp. Now, don't get me wrong, it's 54 millimeters. It's still a pretty 
good sized miniature, but it, in comparison to other versions of it, it is tiny. And a lot of the little pieces are tiny too. And so it's really impressive that they're able to get those details as super crisp as they are. Now, I don't know if it would have been able to do that in plastic, but in resin, they were certainly able to capture small details. And there are no places in the miniature where I go, hmm, you know, I really wish this crevice, this recess was a little bit deeper. That's kind of common. Like if you've ever painted one of like kind of the push fit space Marines or ones that come along with the box sets, a lot of times if you look at the back of the leg, they have a kind of a, this panel line that just kind of seems to go away. It starts out deep and then just kind of thins as it gets closer to the edge of the panel. And then you have to kind of finish that out using basically freehand, etc. That is not the case on this model. All of those type of details are crisp and all the way through. You even kind of feel an expression on the face of like the victim and on the succubus. Fourth, there are some mold lines here and there, but only one is pretty major. For a mediocre modeler like me, the one that runs down the length of her body is going to be a bit of a challenge for me to keep it appropriately rounded to the shape of her body. And what I mean by that is sometimes when you have mold lines and gates and fill marks on a rounded surface, it's really hard to keep the surface's integrity the way it was. I know there are excellent modelers out there much better than I that I have no problem with this. Me, I'll, I'm going to struggle a little bit with keeping this kind of clean and keeping the shapes done because it's also odd because it runs down from the bottom of her neck all the way over the curve of her breast and around down all the way to her, le to her left leg. And so that's going to be a bit of a challenge. Maybe I just got unlucky and got kind of one with a wicked mold line. But let's face reality though too. Mold lines are a part of our hobby. Overall, most of the mold lines here are pretty easy to deal with. This one also may just be an issue for me. So keep that in mind too, is that it's, you know, you might be a much better, better modeler than I am. I wouldn't be surprised. The nice thing though also is that all the pieces fit tightly. There's no real gaps to fill, which is fantastic. And I also only found one, one resin bubble, which is a bonus. And I'm not even sure I'm going to need to fill that. I think prime, the primer I use will probably fill that for me. So that's a huge bonus. Fifth, the, uh, what I would say is this model would be an excellent opportunity to work on practicing tattoos, freehand on skin, etc., which would be tattoos, duh, on me. And so this would, if this is something that you're really interested in, this would be an excellent model to play around with doing those type of things. Maybe tribal mark, maybe some form of fancy like scroll writing, etc., or something Celtic or mythological runes, etc. on her. That would be a fantastic opportunity for you to practice would be on this model. Which leads me into the sixth thing. So I would say, if you can, go with a larger size model. The gamer size is fantastic. There's a lot of different things that you can do with it. I can totally see it being used as a centerpiece of a sweet role-playing game, or a campaign that's, that's focused around the succubus. You could have your parties trying to find the succubus. Maybe you have parties trying to rescue the dwarf, etc. It would be a great story narrative piece for that. Personally, though, I would still think that the middle size, the one 24th scale or 105 millimeter one, would be just fine as well to add to that. Uh, you could use it for that as well. But I feel like you as a painter 
would have more fun working with the skin tones on something a larger size. Don't get me wrong, I'm going to enjoy playing with and painting the smaller scale, but I feel like I probably should have bought the bigger sized one. But such is life, we live and we learn, that's all that matters. So overall, I would say that the Succubus by Level of Hobby slash Tagu Collectibles is a fantastic miniature, well worth the money. It's a beautiful little diorama. You're not going to be wasting your hobby dollars if you purchase it. Uh, but just remember, I suggest getting a bigger one. That's probably a, a much smarter idea. Now, you don't forget that you were able to look at the pictures of the Succubus and the stuff that came in the Kickstarter on our Instagram and Facebook feeds at Listening to Paint Dry or on Twitter at Try Painting. Like, subscribe, follow wherever you get our podcasts from. If you could spread the word about us, we'd greatly appreciate it. We do this for fun. If you could spread the word, we would greatly appreciate it. Do you have this model? Do you want to get this model? What are your thoughts about the show? Any feedback would be fantastic. Please email us at listeningtopaintry at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, even if it's to show us what you're working on. We'll be back soon with another full episode. Don't let all of life's distractions become a succubus that drains your desire to become a better braver, happier painter. Until next time. Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan is a production of LTPDWMD. All rights reserved. No portion of this recording may be used without the express written consent of the host. The music is Death by a Thousand Questions by Springtide. Download from the free music archive on a non-commercial attribution share alike basis. All views and opinions expressed in the show are solely the views and opinions of the person who said them. All celebrity voices, if any, were impersonated and done so poorly.